All right, morning, everybody. We've got head coach Blake Anderson. We'll start with an opening comment, and then you guys can ask questions. Huge road win. Beautiful, pretty road win. Um, man, considering all that went wrong on Saturday to get a win, uh, the uh, the phrase "ugly win" does not apply anymore. Man, we that's a game you're supposed to lose, and we didn't. To um, to have the turnovers we did, have the injuries we did, uh, to to be able to get a win, man, you cannot say enough about how our defense played, how our young quarterback stepped in and stayed calm and, and found a way to help us uh, get to the finish line. I mean, everybody stepped up and did what they needed to. So uh, we needed it badly to, to stay in the race, not one we could let drop. And, and we, we had enough adversity to, for that to have been very easy to lose. But uh, to be behind and stay the course and, <clears throat> and come from behind and, and find a way to win and then hang on late and run the ball out, run the clock out late in the game, a lot of, a lot of really positives. So we uh, – it doesn't get easier. There's going to be a tremendous challenge this week to go to Wyoming uh, with uh, with this roster and where we're at and this point in the season. But I, I got a just super proud of the guys. That, that's that's a game that that 99% uh, of the time you come out of, out of that one scratching your head, frustrated, saying you know we should have and could have and, and didn't. But uh, really proud of the fact that we found a way to, to get a to get a win and. and Hopefully we can just build on it moving forward uh, this week against Wyoming. So, what questions do you have? Coach Anderson, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. I, you know, basically you gave them three red zone possessions with the interception, fumble, and block punt, and you only allowed six points, which is pretty remarkable. Looking back at that, how remarkable was it that you, you minimized the damage in a? Was the block punt, was it a missed assignment or was it something that they noticed in your formation? Complete bust on our part. Uh, we, um, we we worked that look and, and have a very simple adjustment and we didn't make it, to be honest with you. We just, we had a we had an, um, mistake on the field in, in, in how we called that particular, particular look. We'll go back to, to practicing it. We do every week. We do basically every time we run our Pump protection out on the field. It should have been a routine play. And in the heat of the moment, I think frustration and maybe some confusion and all that was going on, uh, we just we didn't ID it right and didn't get it picked up. And we ended up giving up a block punt, something we take a lot of pride in and have not had not given up block punts in quite a while. Really, really frustrated that we that we didn't just handle that with a routine call, uh, you know. And, and we'll get it fixed. And luckily, as you mentioned, our defense stood up. To have three possessions inside uh, the scoring area, down in field goal range for sure, to only give up six points. Uh, it, it, honestly, that's that's the game right there. Our defense's ability to to create, um, you know, backed up defense and make them kick field goals and, and get one of them, uh, you know, get one of them to uh, to end up in a zero point drive. That's the game. Uh, in, in a nutshell, they they played lights out when we had to have them, and those three drives are or uh, what changed the game for us. Coach, Brian Priest, KSLSports.com. Talking about the defense, can you elaborate on the importance of Daniel Greshek the other night and what he was able to do pressuring the QB? Yeah, I mean, his stat line, I'm not exactly sure what it was, but I know he was disruptive all night. That's a game that I think he personally had circled on his calendar, uh, having played for those guys and, 
chosen to come here and be with us. He definitely wanted to go and make sure they knew his presence was there. And he showed up in every phase. He played on special teams, but he hit the quarterback and got to the quarterback in some of the most needed uh, downs of the game and was a physical presence all night long. He's been that all year. This game particularly stood out because of what they do offensively, and it allowed him to do what he loves to do, which is get to the quarterback and showed up big and had a great game for us. And, uh, Coach, on a similar note, Ike Larson got his first start of the season. What did you see out of him? Just progressively getting better. The guy's covering the field well, uh, making tackles in open space, played phenomenal on special teams as we've seen, turnovers this season, does not act like a freshman. Glad he's with us and he's only going to get better. But uh, that, that just tells you how much confidence we have in his ability to throw him out there first snap of the game knowing he's going to do what's right. Coach, Patrick Mahon oh. with the Ag Um Any injury updates at, at quarterback or with Byron Bonds? You know, everything for us is day-to-day at this point. Uh, clearly, they were pretty obvious injuries, and, and with protocols in place, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really depend on, on what happens in the next 24, 48 hours, what kind of progress those guys make. We'll follow the protocol. They are in the protocol, and if it's cleared, we'll be ready for them to play. If not, we'll be ready to play without them, and that's going to be a day-to-day process. Coach Jason Coach. Walker with uh, Cash Valley Daily. Uh, kind of talk a little bit about Wyoming or a little bit about uh, Andrew Peasley and, and Levi Williams. Kind of curious the timeline as far as, you know, who left first. Like, did Levi join you guys before Andrew Peasley left? Or, like, I'm kind of curious what the timeline was there, if you remember. No, we, we had no intentions of taking a transfer quarterback until Peasley chose to leave. Myself, Coach Tuck, had – probably five, six different individual meetings with Andrew before he made his final decision. I don't think it was an easy one for him. He was, he loved our locker room, loved the coaching staff. And you have to get, you know, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he was, he, he made it very clear this was not an easy decision. But uh, he did want to be the starting quarterback and understood the circumstances with with our, our uh, room and, and what that meant. Uh, and so he put his name in the portal we then decided to to look and investigate the um, you know just the landscape of what was available and Levi reached out fairly quickly. Uh, it was obvious he was leaving, and with his fiance uh, being here on on campus, I think there was some some incentive on his part to be a part of our our roster. Um, knew the circumstances with Logan, knew the circumstances with Coop, both having been a starter and, and both having played well in the bowl game. Uh, wasn't afraid of competition, and, and he chose us. So the timeline would be Peasley leaving initially on his own, us kind of evaluating what was available, and then just felt like Levi was too good of a kid and too good of an athlete and had played so well against us and played so well in the bowl game that we'd be crazy not to to take him, and he's been a great addition. Coach, Trent with Deseret News. Is it safe to say that Bishop will get some practice reps this week, and how do you – approach just him as a true freshman in practice it is safe to say he will get plenty of reps this week with uh with levi beat up and coop beat up and all of them being day to day uh yeah we'll get him reps and get him ready Uh, you could see very clearly that the, the moment was not too big for him he is a very calm competitive individual He's played in stadiums full of 40 and 50,000 people in the playoffs in Texas. It's not something that uh, really took him back. He connected the dots really well, did not turn the ball over, which is what you ask any freshman 
to do and, and did a great job with his feet. So with reps, you'd like to think we could put together a very sound uh, game plan that allows him to utilize his skill set. But also, we'll, we'll be day to day in terms of what the other guys can and cannot do. So we'll prepare with him and prepare without him, but he will get reps for the first time since fall camp, which is only going to help him. Coach, how much of the playbook was available to Bishop this weekend? Very, very little. I mean, he, he has not had team reps in quite a while. Now, he's been in meetings, and so there were a few game plan type things that were at least things he was aware of and knew what they were, but he not had any reps of any of those. So we were we were pretty uh, we were pretty tight. We kept it to base stuff that he's had a lot of reps out in in fall camp. Um, tried to make sure that that things that he would feel comfortable with. I thought he did a great job in, in terms of his reads on run pass reads, his run run reads, uh, just. Um, Again, protecting the ball is, is critical. That, that's, that's a dynamic. And I think they've got a really good front and we're able to get to him a couple times. And he made good decisions. And so we will – there's a lot more we can do with him. He is very capable. He understands the system extremely well. But in the heat of the moment, we were extremely limited because he just hasn't had reps. Coach Jake Ellison, Cross with the injuries you have had at quarterback um, and the way Bishop played, you know, he put his shoulder down and took some hits. I, did you get a little nervous about that? Or Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, every time he will take off, uh, I, I'm going to be nervous. But, you know, we're in the mix. We're in the heat of this thing. And I told Coach Tuck, you gotta, you got to call plays to win the game. Uh, he's in good shape. He, he's run the ball his whole career. Uh, you got to do what you got to do to win the game. And so we, we tried to call plays that gave us a strategic advantage, give us numbers. His feet are valuable. His ability to run, obviously, was a problem. And we cannot be afraid to run the offense. Now, he can be smart about getting down and getting out of bounds and try not to take any unnecessary hits. But we tell the same thing to Coop and Levi. Um, you know, we were trying to encourage all those guys to be smart about when to run with your shoulder down and win the slide and get out of bounds. So all of that stuff we'll have to address. But we want defenses to have to defend the, the entire offense. Coach, Jacob Nielsen, KSL.com. A little bit more about Peasley. His decision to transfer, it's, for him, it's probably got to have paid off a little bit because he's starting and putting up numbers. What have you seen from him this season and how he's been able to lead that Wyoming offense? Yeah, he's done exactly what I expected. Uh, he hurts people with his feet anytime they're not, uh, you know, really sound and making sure they account for him. We always knew the good dude could fly. He's got power to throw the ball anywhere on the field, and and he's doing that as well. The system is different, and I think he's done a good job of just stepping in and playing within the system that they have. Uh, it's a ball control, you know, run, play, action, pass, shot type system, and I think he brings a dimension to the table that that they weren't sure they were going to have. Now. We saw Levi run the ball extremely well in that system a year ago. I think he had a huge bowl game. Uh, he did not run the ball a, a lot against us, but but their run play, shot play type of style, it killed us last year. We, we just didn't really have a good answer for it. So Peasley fits in very, very similarly to, to what they already have with Levi, and, and he has looked very, very comfortable. I've talked to him several times this year, loved the kid, encouraged him, told him congrats on big wins, told him good luck every every week but one. And, and I and I mean that. I mean he 
Man, I cried when the kid told me he was leaving. I, I love the kid and love what he brought to our table and wish him nothing but the best. Just on Saturday, we got we got to try to make him really uncomfortable. Coach Anderson, Jason Turner again. Uh, these guys have 17 sacks on the season, four, two guys with four each. Uh, is this the most disruptive defensive uh, front you will have faced since Alabama? You know, I, I think they fall right in with what we just saw. I, I had a lot of... A lot of respect for the pass rush you could get from Colorado State. Uh, we saw this last year against Wyoming. We saw it against San Jose as well and Boise. There's a lot of really good defensive fronts. This one is no different. They are they are willing to play man coverage and let their front get after you. And it showed up in last year's game. We did not really ever get rhythm, rhythm on the offensive side of the ball. We struggled all night. Uh, and, and what I see on tape is the same thing. Uh, they'll let their guys get upfield, let them chase the quarterback. They play with tremendous effort, and, and they're willing to play man coverage and bring the extra guy or two, which can generate tons of problems for you if you're not ready for it. Coach, Brian Phillips, big blue USU Aggie News. going to switch to the defensive side of the ball. I've noticed that you guys have chosen to kind of platoon uh, Andre Grace and, and Mike Anyanwu. Is that kind of determined by down and distance, uh, where you're at in the game? Is it a predetermined call, uh, pregame, flip-flop and series? What, what goes into that? Uh, there's a little bit of everything in that. Some of it has to do with keeping them fresh. Both have been dinged up at some point and tend to do better when they can get a little break. Some of it has to do with sub-packaging. Uh, they're both involved in sub-packages, which – Clearly, we love to get people off schedule and, and be able to package and match up, and that gives us the versatility to do that. Um, you know, and, and at times maybe uh, you know I would have to ask the defense staff a little bit more specifically, but at times there may have been some matchups that we were looking for. But I would say more than anything, fresh, staying fresh, and and being able to utilize guys' skill set for sub packages has been the predominant reason that we have you know changed change those guys in and out. Uh, Patrick Mayhorn with the Ag Ship again. I want to ask about the pairing at linebacker with MJ and AJ. What has it meant for your defense to be able to pretty much just plug and play those guys? They've played almost every snap. Yeah, it's been huge. When you consider the just the void that is left with a guy like Justin Rice, who's played thousands of snaps and played at such a high level, to be able to bring MJ in and, and him step in, and AJ really has um, just continued to grow up and become such a solid player. We have played a couple of others, but it has been very sparingly. Those two have handled the, the bulk of the load. They also play on special teams and have been extremely solid. And the other night played downhill. With the exception of early in the first quarter where we missed some tackles, uh, they played lights out all night long. And, and, and I think they responded to that one drive and, and went out and played as good as they could the rest of the game. But we had one drive where we just didn't tackle well. We were a little bit out of position, settled down, and, and played phenomenal. And I think just the confidence that we have with those guys and how, how calm they are and, and just kind of the veteran, mature approach that they take on a daily basis, because they practice just as well and as hard as they play. They prepare uh, extremely well. There's a there's a sense of leadership and calmness that they bring to the table, both of those guys. Go ahead, Brian Priest again. I wanted to ask you about 
Stephen Cotsonley and what he's able to do in helping, especially in a game like Saturday night when it's a field position battle, how important is having Cotsonley back there and knowing that he's going to be able to pin a team deep more often than not? Yeah, he does a phenomenal job at, at putting the ball where we need him to. You know, the, the block had nothing to do with him. It's just pure bust up front. But his ability to place the ball in different areas of the field out of the same look is unique. He's got a tremendous amount of control. The hang time that we get from him to allow us to cover, and when needed, I mean, he can he can send it down there and really flip the field. Uh, done a great job at pinning the ball. We get another one on the one or two yard line the other night. So he's extremely versatile and very consistent and takes a tremendous amount of pride in the job that he does. Uh, so, I mean, he, he's a weapon. He really can be. We're fortunate to have him. He just does things with the ball a lot of guys can't do. We've, we've seen him spin it any direction and place it any direction and hang it up. And that gives you a tremendous amount of versatility with what you're doing when you need to punt. We'd rather not have to punt, but when you do, you want to be really effective at it. And he, he is extremely, and I think he and our snapper do a, a great job uh, of – of protecting us because they make it extremely difficult to get to us unless we just have a bus, which we did. But just down-to-down protection, snap, operation, punt, they're as good as anybody in the country. Coach, Jacob, listen again. I'm curious your thoughts first on the tangible trophy of the Bridger rifle and just is that pretty cool or whatever. And then also just the, the, the relationship facing Wyoming, it's – Sort of a rivalry game, just kind of regionally. Two teams are pretty close, and then just a big divisional matchup. Yeah, the trophy, I'll be truthful. I I don't know a lot about it. I I know I watched those guys carried off the field last year, and that was enough to piss me off. So um, I I just want to play good ball. And it's a conference game, and it matters. So it it really wouldn't matter who was on the other sideline. It's going to be Wyoming, which brings about one of the best coaches in college ball, brings about a physical, nasty style of football. And if we get to carry the rifle away, so be it. But, but we just need to win. We need to stay in control of our own destiny. And the only way to do that is keep winning. And that means going on the road. Wind will be blowing 30 miles an hour. It'll probably be pretty cold. And who knows who will be playing for us. we got to find a way. Uh, the trophy would be, uh, would be a great consolation prize, but it has nothing to do with our conversation this week. Uh, Patrick Mahone with the Ag Ship again. I want to follow up on the, the your your comments on Craig Bull there. What does he do? What does that staff do that is so uniquely sort of impressive? I think he does an amazing job of finding value in the recruiting aspect and evaluating and developing talent at a place that is tough to do it. He did it at North Dakota State. He's done the same thing there. And Year in, year out, they had a ton of guys leave to the portal, and they you can't tell they still are playing an extremely high level. They're well coached. They don't make many mistakes. They are extremely disciplined. They play downhill, big boy, violent, hit you in the mouth football, and that's who he is. Uh, he's won more games than, than most people in the country could even think of winning and, and been um, in huge games, and they don't panic. So tremendous amount of respect for him as a person and a coach. I know him personally, and I've been on uh, director of uh, the board meetings with him year after year in the AFCA. Uh, I know how respected he is in the in the profession, but just personally, I mean, you'd love to have his kind of um, win-loss record when you're done, his kind of career when you're done. And I know he's not done yet. His guys are going to play hard. It's going to be a tremendous challenge. Coach Brown Phillips again. 
Speaking of uh, the Wyoming offense, does the style of offense that they run, with, with it being so much different than, than the spread offenses that you see um, throughout much of college football today, does it make it more difficult to prepare for a style of football like that, kind of like almost the Air Force and the triple option? It's got a little bit of the Air Force feel to it. Now, it's not triple, but it is typically, you know, at least one, two, maybe even three tight ends with big bodies stacked in there, clock running, got to commit extra guys to the run, and now you're exposed in one-on-one throws downfield. You add the dimension of a Peasley's feet and how well he runs. It's extremely difficult, and it's not something you see every week. You know, I think that's one of the things that's really unique about this particular league is the just how vast the changes are week to week in terms of the offense. One week it's triple, one week it's air raid, one week it's 12 and 13 personnel, power and boot and shot, and then you're right back into the spread. I mean, it changes every single week, and, and that is a, a tremendous challenge for your defense to in a in a three you know three practices to get ready for that stuff. Uh, it. it it's not like you're seeing spread every week or you're seeing option every week. It literally changes, and you're seeing a con- tr- completely different style of play on a weekly basis, uh, and that presents a tremendous challenge in itself, much less how well they execute it, how physical they are, and the fact that they have all the pieces to hurt you in any area that you, that you don't play soundly. Coach Anderson, I just wanted to ask you one more question now. Their special teams have been really good this year. Their kicker's been automatic, 15 of 16. They're averaging 46 yards of punt almost, two block kicks. Uh, how instrumental has their special teams been to their su- success, and how much are you going to have to at least match them to come out with a win on Saturday? Yeah, with the exception of our block punt uh, this week, I would tell you that's been one of our strongest phases all year, and, and I really feel it's self-inflicted. We just, we just boneheaded play. I, I think they take a very similar approach. Uh, that's one of the things that, that you don't win championships like Coach Bowles has won in his career. You don't win those without great special teams play, taking pride in special teams and and coaching it just as uh, energetically as you do offense and defense. And it shows they're not extremely complicated. They're just extremely sound. And they compete in that area very, very well. They've always recruited kickers and punters to do the job effectively. This team's no different. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to you're gonna have to play – well in special teams phase. And in a game like this, when you get into conference play late in the year, uh, it has a big impact. It can be the it can be the, the phase that swings the whole game one way or the other. We're luckily, lucky that it didn't the other night. It, it could have easily lost us the game. We missed two field goals and we give up a blocked punt. You don't win that game usually. So luckily we, we picked up area in other areas and, and made plays to to uh, to win. But that's not a it's not a theory we want to test again this week. We need to be sound in that phase. We need to be dynamic in that phase, if at all possible, but absolutely sound. Coach, Trent Wood with Desert News again. This might be a potentially difficult question, but are you familiar with what Tommy Tuberville said last week, and do you have any comment on it or any feelings about it? I have zero idea or clue what Tommy said last week. So, okay. in he in the political uh, – arena at this point he's a u.s senator but he had some uh, he was condemned by the N- and the naacp and so i was just curious if you had no, all nah, i don't i don't i don't keep up with politics i'm trying to figure out how to score points and stop folks but i wish him the best i don't know what he said at all so 